Hello and welcome to the last lock-in podcast of this year. Once again, we're at the Red Lion and Sun in Highgate with my co-hosts James Cuthbertson and Heath Ball. Heath took over the Red Lion and Sun around 15 years ago after tanking his previous business. He took over a rundown community boozer and turned it into a roaring success with nothing but hard work and his customers being millionaires and celebrities. <laughs> and then we have James Cuthbertson. As I said earlier, this is our final episode of the year. And we're going to be taking a look back at the car crash that has been 2020. Were there any highlights or has it been a total catastrophe? And we'll also be taking a look forward as to what 2021 may hold, doing a little bit of crystal ball gazing. So let's maybe start uh, start this session with um, seeing what uh, my co-host New Year's resolutions are going to be. So, uh, Heath... You can't just point at James. <laughs> I, I, what are I you gonna What are you gonna be doing? I don't believe in them. I think they're a load of rubbish. Never people get a hold to them. Um, I don't know. Having said that, <laughs> probably try and sleep a bit more. Um, I don't know. Like it de- definitely not give up drinking in January. That that's just gonna be a bad idea for a whole sec. Have you ever done that? No, no. No. You tend to drink more in January because you get through December and you're working so hard and you get into January and you're like oh my god I need a proper night out so yeah um, but I don't know no I don't know just um, I don't know probably get my memory wiped from 2020 yeah not a good resolution yeah nothing really what, what about you James? Um, I think probably drink a bit less <laughs> <laughs> um, it's easy said and done but um yeah, probably probably just a bit of moderation. Um, but I always say that and end up eating and drinking too much anyway. But uh, yeah, nothing, nothing earth shattering. Again, I'm a hit, I don't believe in New Year's, that whole thing. If you're going to stop playing golf, you know, why wait to the back nine to start changing your life? Just change it now if you want to. Very mm, true. Yeah. It becomes quite profound for James. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like that guy in America, the one who got done for all that trouble. Tony Exciting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the guy running the Nixon cult. <laughs> Oh yeah, how's 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 this week been? We we caught up last week. It was um, sort of first sort of bit of trading after lockdown. So how, how's how's trade been? I, I think people have lost their minds. I think they, they're not going on holiday. They 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 especially in London. They think they're going to get stuck in tier three. So they're trying to people are trying to move bookings forward from next week to this week. Um, people are spending. People are just going just losing their minds. You know, like we had two guys in the other night, and they must have been in their seventies. Looking back, mescal tequila, you know, mescal tequila, basically. Do you know what I mean? I'm looking over again, what's going on over there? And they're just getting hammered. Like, people are just desperate. With, with a substantial mate. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes, um, people are just desperate for, for normality and life. And they just, they want to see their friends and they, you know, they don't like all these rules. And, you know, there's a lot of tension, I, I think. But people people generally are, are just trying to get out. Mm. And get out and mm. do what they can, if they can, you know. So it's going to be interesting. Mm. And, and in Sussex, what's it been like, Joe? Been, trade's been good. I mean, I think um, we're, we're lucky on that basis. Um, clearly, there's been clamouring for the outside space. Um, people are behaving pretty much, or I'm still surprised how many people think because they're outside they don't need to eat. I mean, it's just you, you tell them a booking, you tell them to get in and they look confused as to why. But um, oh, I, uh, I had a lady the other night, proper kickoff, because we said you need each, because I wasn't told that when I made my booking. Like, well, well, okay. Well, no, you don't. Well, do you make the points where I'm saying, well, when was the last time you booked to have a drink in a pub? Mm. And the amount of people still turning up without masks? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. You kind of get it when they forget and they walk around the pub, but it's, um, it's, it's, it's less obvious now, I have to say. I think people are, people are catching on. And yeah, down in Sussex, it's all right. But again, relatively unaffected, mm. um, I would say. Mm. Um, in terms of cases, it's still you know touch wood. Although it's rising, it's still it's, yeah. it's yeah. rising. It had to, you know, it had to. Um, so yeah, I think January's looking pretty bleak. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, you're you're probably staring tier three in the face, aren't you? Yeah, I think so. This yeah. week we'll we'll I, I, hear. I, th- I think they've, they've they've leaked enough to the news, and everybody seems to know what's Telegraph and everyone else is saying that's going to be tier three, and then all the sort of trade stuff I read seems to be tier three. So yeah, that's a bit of a you know what I mean you go go from having quite get get back on your feet a bit and then you're shutting you know we just opened the windlock last week um, and then you know really below average week and then we're looking at shutting it back down again mm. do you know what I mean it's just it's I mean how do you feel about that because that's going to be Christmas isn't it? It, it I know you 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 built up a good 
takeaway trade and you've yeah. adapted and you've got the uh, the cabin out the front there as well but I mean are you are you unhappy about going into tier three or do you feel actually you, you can have a sleep no I'd rather be open I think really you know for the start even just having staff on furlough again and all the headache that goes with that and still having to make contributions the admin, the admin um, and just just like you know it's for them the staff it's an emotional roller coaster. like you're back at work okay and you get them back in the flow and you're trying to get them back into you know let's get going mm-hmm. and then oh by the way guys you're on furlough next week it's just it's it's hard to run a business like that like mm-hmm. you know especially cash flow you, you know you go back to running so mm-hmm. try and get your trade levels up and you're doing alright and then suddenly you close again and then you you've got you sort of got that historical debt that's just come on from all that mm. but you don't you're not moving forward so you're not you know it's just you know. I've been quite surprised how much the youngsters are affected by this like mentally mm. I know it's big it's a kind of our generation I suppose we kind of you know certainly my parents generation best generation generation X that don't believe kind of you know that, that mental illness is a thing and, and depression you know don't mm. pull yourself together and all that stuff mm. but you know some of the kids are, maybe it's because their life's under a microscope and in social media and you know, constantly examined, and I think they've they've over they've got themselves in a bad debt situation, mm. and they've got you know lots of things that we wouldn't have had like direct debits on mobiles and you know mm. nice new cars and all that stuff. So actually, you know, the furlough thing for them, the eighty percent, quite a big dent. Yeah, you know? and they are still going out and doing their thing, you know. Mm. So I'm not. Um, yeah, I have to say it's been quite an eye opener seeing mm. some of the kids really not coping very well with this. Yeah, yeah. that's why they need to be working. Do, do you know yeah, what I mean? It's like you're busy, aren't you? You know, mm. and you're social, especially in pubs. In what we do, they they like working here because it's so sociable. You know, and they yeah. it's, it's banter and there's loads of going on. But they're stuck at home in a bed sit, playing PlayStation all day and smoking weed. Course they're gonna lose their shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that not your stereotype. <laughs> anyway, it's. Uh... <laughs> well, we're going to take a look, sort of, uh, throughout this podcast at, at sort of highlights the year if there are any uh, and also sort of having a look forward as well but um, let's uh, let's um, move on and uh, have a look back before we look forward you're listening to the lock in podcast and we are Looking backwards um, in in this session, I think, um, I mean, in a normal year, we'd be talking about highlights, we'd be talking about winners, losers, you know, the the kind of deals and everything that's, mm. that, that's happened. And I mean, the only one I can I could really think about in terms of deals was um, uh, the Stonegate EI deal, which sort of mm. completed, I mean, it started probably last year and it, it completed in the, in the, the teeth of this... Uh, mm. This crisis. I mean, that's, that, other than that, it's it's pretty. Uh, other than the whole Corona, COVID uh, thing, there's there's not a great deal else that's, yeah. that, that's really happened, has it? I mean, no. I think, and also put a value on a business that's closed again. You know, that was always the thing about pubs. You could look at your turnover and your cash flow, and you could get a feel for it. But actually, the uncertainty probably has rebalanced the valuing process. I mean, mm. you know, obviously, the ideal was. You know, poorly time for those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I just I think that um, I think it's, it's going to be a time for reflection. It'll give us time to catch our breath and say things to reorganise. But yeah, there's not been much, not much to like. No, no, and I guess I mean you've got a feel for the uh, for the for the Stonegate guys. You know, uh, mm-hmm. taking on that business at, at such a time. It's um, it, it, you yeah, wouldn't wish that on your worst enemies, really, would you? Oh, I would. I would. You I would. would. <laughs> I've got a couple of people. I'd <laughs> don't, don't look at Heath like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. But um, but it's a long term play for them. If they've got the pockets to hold them, you know, they hold the breath long enough. Yeah. Then it will come right. But um, yeah, I think this, no, there's been little or nothing to smile about. Really, but it's it's been a tough year. So. I mean, he's, what do you, I mean, look, look, I mean, look at it. The January, we 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 started the year and normal sort of sense of optimism mm-hmm. as we have every January because we're not knackered or drinking too much in January. Um, I mean, we already knew, did we know that? I mean, we knew there was a problem. We knew that uh, there was rumblings in the Far East and, and this was a this was a thing. But did we have any idea how bloody awful 2020 was going to be? Oh, I don't think so. Eh? No one could have sort of predict that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, walking around with masks. 
just you know, just everything. Yeah, when back and told and said, yeah, you're going to be shut down for ninety percent of the year. Mm. Um, yeah, but if you see that, you know what I mean? Like how many operators? Like we're, we're, our industry's just been decimated, decimated, mm. and that, you could never predict that. And it's not done. No, it's it's, oh mate, next year's just going to be because the loans will be, need to be repaid. And, yeah. you know, Christmas I mean, hasn't uh, uh, many. Uh, who have we lost? I mean, there's been some. It's it's been sort of the the sort of more higher end London kind of. They were the the most sort of. Uh, I think I think anybody like I think, I think the problem is that if you if you're taking on a lot of debt to expand and you're constantly moving like that and the debt and the business stops moving, yeah. that debt just comes in yeah. behind you like a freight train. Yeah, and then you can't you can't service it and then you're losing your business. You know, mm. is it the seafood pub company ten sites? Yeah, yeah we lost them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, even you know, Whiting and Hammond lost half of their sites down our way. You know, we're not talking about bad operators. We're talking no, no, about good, good operators. I've told us being among the best. Yes. You mentioned being in Wales. Look at Brains Brewery. Mm. Yeah. Look, yeah. like, hundred and forty year old business is going. Oh, you know, it's just like. But, but you're right. No one, and it's fair to say that in business and in life, no one is prepared. For, the, for things stopping, you know, for your income to stop. No. People don't do that. We live far too close to the edge. Yeah. It's a matter of fact, you know, and, and this is where, it's probably the great tragedy, is that, you know, the, these are all normal people running pubs. Yes. And, and they're, they're, they're not prepared for it. And, and there'll be some that have made gains in this time, some that the loans would have eased their pain, but others that have been absolutely helpless no matter what they did. Mm. They couldn't get that business working again, and that's a great track. I mean, that is a great tragedy. We'll lose, we'll not just lose pubs, we'll lose people. Yes, and I mean, I mean that in a final way. People, you know, we are seeing suicide rates on the rise. And, you know, we're not equipped for this. It's pretty brutal. Well, we, we just didn't expect. We had, we had no no way of predicting this. I mean, we had. If you look back um, previously, when you've had. Um, Previous sort of scares mm. where we come close, haven't we? You yeah, know, swine flu yeah, and yeah. SARS, and, yeah. and even sort of you know, you get the occasional outbreak of bird flu, and we, yeah, we yeah. panic that's going to cross over into uh, mm. into into the uh, into the population as well. Mm. And I guess maybe we were those previous, yeah, we were maybe a little blase because we've been here before like, with mm. the SARS where we were all panicking, mm. and you know, I remember the company installing hand sanitizers everywhere to to kind of help us with that. Um, but this just came out of nowhere, really, didn't it? And it was so quick. That was the um, uh, the scariest thing. And you're right; people weren't, you couldn't prepare for that. No, and, and for the length of time, mm. you'd have thought that we could probably, you know, probably our arrogance caught us out. Be a couple of months, or a month, or a couple of weeks, and we'd be all right. Mm. That lockdown, no one saw that lockdown lasting as long as that. I'm sure no. they didn't, um, because it's so foreign to us. I think where the pub trades had challenges before, you know, the smoking ban would have challenged operators. Um, before, but it's never left a scar that will never heal. No. I mean, that's the thing here. This is a seismic, seismic impact. Yeah, and, and it's it's going to change the face of pubs, the way they um, the way they serve. Mm. I, I think mm. the valuation. Mm. This 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 isn't going away. You know, yeah. pubs will be become other things you know again we had that well, spate of that back in the early 2000s we're, we're, we're going to touch on, on on sort of how we think things are going to uh, mm. change and emerge going forwards I think um, I mean with looking back I mean uh, are there any any particular highlights of, of the lockdown that you I mean I think the, the interesting thing I think we've seen is is how well some businesses adapted mm. um, and, and we've seen pubs really sort of Graphs and that with uh, takeaways and, and things like that. It's, um, I mean, what, what, what's your thoughts on on the on the situation? I just think it's been horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, I mean, some of us have been lucky to adapt. A lot haven't. Um, but it's, you know, we've just it's just been a horrible year and I, it's it's sad when I'm on the chat with like the top 50 gastro pubs and I see some of the conversations on there with like really solid operators great business but being locked down and can't even trade properly mm. and just losing and like you know almost in tears in Texas you know like riding I don't know I think I'm going to survive mm. um, and mm. through no fault of their own really successful businesses you know and mm. a lot of us do this because we love what we do and mm. it's not about the money and then suddenly shit it's all about the money Mm. and you need the money and then it's just like and a lot of them can't understand how to access funds and it's mm. just been 
it's just been really sad and just devastating. I don't know. I just. But have you learned? Then? I mean, this this is the other side. What, what have you learned? What, what have you learned? You think is going to be a benefit from from this situation? Man, I've learned how to adapt really quick. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, takeaway offer. Um, you know, I've learned more about my team than any, you know, than ever. Um, I've learned what I can push myself to, the business to. Um, you know, it's been creatively, you know, because I could have probably have traipsed along at the red line, you know, especially up here and that in the windlock. And I've just been, yeah, I had a nice life. I've gone and done what I want on holiday. Now it's something you work out what's really important to you and, and you know, what you can do. And it's it's been a real eye-opener. It's been a real reset in, in the business, really. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's it's... In some in some really messed up way, it's it's been good. Mm. You know, we should complete on the purchase of two new pups. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah, I suppose we bought two new lockdown. pups during lockdown, and do you know what I mean? I think you know, I think I've said before. You know, I think it was Confucius or somebody like that said, where there's where there's chaos, there's opportunity, and there's been some opportunities. And I think mm. you know, whether that's learning about yourself or your business, um, it's it's been interesting. Mm. So you, you get a heightened sense of awareness I think you know we talk every morning yeah, you know yeah. seven and then we're still on the chats at 11 at night because you have to be because you have to be really on it and I think that where you're, you're afforded a, uh, a level playing field you know where you still got trade you just need to be trading really well in terms yeah. of standards you know not consumers are not going to feel sorry for you mm. they're not going to think oh poor guys through Covid mm. you just need to be better yeah, and right. I think that's been one thing but seeing the innovation has been pretty smart where people yeah. have been able to do it um and transform, but the, the trade's always been a trade that scraps for survival. It's always been a trade that's been kicked in the balls by you know the, the lobbyists, mm. you know, the anti-drink guys, and, and all this. And uh, as we all know, just, it just shows you how seriously their government take us. Though they don't, mm. we're just a piece of shit to them. We I mean, really it's are. interesting though, because I mean, if we went back to March mm. and and the lockdown was being announced, you know. Mm. We, we were completely in the dark. We had no idea what was coming in terms of support. And we initially did have some pretty good support. You know, mm. Yes, there were people fell through the cracks and, and there's been sort of real horror stories with that. But you know, they were they were pretty generous initially. You know, the furlough was was a was a fantastic. Yeah, but that furlough was for everyone. It wasn't the pubs. You know no, I mean? no, true. But the grants I mean? the grants that came into pubs, but they had furlough helped. Right, but only if you had the right you know rating as well. Yeah, wasn't it? I mean, you got nothing. Here. You got nothing here. No. Because you know, and the thing is, I probably pay more tax than the Winlock, and the Winlock got a grant, yeah. and the Red Lion didn't. And Two it, yeah, and, yeah, and one, you know, it's just like you know, we, we've always business rates is a success tax. The busier your pub is, the more you have to pay. Mm. Um, but you know, where's the help? Yeah. But I agree to start with. I, 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 to, like, be, to be honest, in some respect, I really don't want their help because well, this thousand pound thing is a oh, joke. Yeah, that's why I'd rather not have the money because I just think they're pricks. I'd rather, I'd rather mm. just be. You know, piss off government. I had enough of you. I don't want them coming to me going, well, we gave you this in the future. Because when they come for this money, they're going to come for it hard. And then we're going to get penalised again. Mm. So then we're going to lose more pubs. We, you know, what do they... I don't understand what they want from us. Where they where they see the future of the British pub. Where is it going to end up? Because mm-hmm. are they going to be happy when everything's just shut? Potentially. Yeah, what? It we're feels just, that way, doesn't it? And then it's just Starbucks coffee shops everywhere paying offshore tax. Amazon delivering everywhere. What are we going to end up with? Corporates I mean, not paying that, tax. Yeah, I mean that is the, the the thing that I can't wrap my head around is is the the fact that as an industry we generate so much tax yeah. on you think yeah. one in three pounds they would have ring fenced us mm. because of that, Mate, but they don't. They haven't. They'll send the they royal, They'll make stupid comments about sending the Royal Navy to protect British fishing wars rights. Yeah. Mm. Harrods brings more revenue to the to the government than the fishing. But how come they're not protecting pubs like that? How come they aren't there going, right, we need to protect these better? Mm. And they're not. They're all sort of going, oh yeah, we're losing restaurants, pubs, everything every day. It's brutal. And they're doing nothing about it except stupid little grants. Piss off. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let, let's, let's part that one there for now. And I think we're going to move on and talk about some of the, uh, the ramifications and, and shape. But we'll, uh, we'll leave that there for the moment. You're listening to the Lock In podcast with Heath Ball, James Cuthbertson, and myself, Ed Bennington. So we're we're, we're looking forwards and backwards uh, in this podcast, uh, in this episode. I think that let's have a think about you know what what shape do you think we're going to emerge in into the new year? 
Um, I mean, James, you touched on this earlier that the the, the scars uh, for this are kind of really deep. And I, we've 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 talked about you know the smoking ban had a huge impact on pubs, um, and and I think generally it's it's come out we're out the other side of that anyone that's still complaining about the smoking ban they've probably got bigger problems yeah. uh, in their businesses but I mean what, what sort of impact do you think this is well, the smoking is? ban had a, I mean, it had an impact that raised the standard of pubs broadly and mm. those that weren't really sustainable went and mm. those that weren't prepared to move went and those mm. that couldn't maybe offer a, put a food offering in went and I'm not sure all of those I think it was probably a, a right time to sort of have a shake up in the industry then because there were a lot of bad pubs but I think mm. now the standard of British pub particularly in the freehold sector is better than it's probably ever been mm. I would say you see that in that you know the um, uh, the top 50 you know Australia top 50 mm. look at the quality there it's amazing but it, going to that I think you'll see the lines being blurred between operators you know whereas you had the standard stand up drinking pub yeah. you had the sit down restauranty pub I think I don't think that'll be just as stark a difference going forward I, I get the feeling there's an agenda in the government and there has been for a while smoking ban and various other legislation are brought in but they're using COVID to really reshape pub culture in this country where they want it to be where they want it to be more responsible culture, yeah. yeah they want to they want to lift the game of it without saying it hence why well, COVID's the perfect opportunity for them they can, they can kill off loads of pubs that they don't really like or want that, that sort of culture mm. and bury them and, and blame COVID I mean that, that, that's um, that's putting a lot of uh sort of uh, suggestion that the government knows what it's doing though I mean I'm, I'm not sure I share your confidence no, that they're that competent I think there's always uh, yeah but I get what you're saying I understand that but I think there's always been an agenda to you know curb drinking you know like all these problems late night drinking hence why I think we'll be get stuck in tier 3 because it's easier that all this people going getting smashed and late night drinking pubs and all that but this is this we've also seen I mean alongside that we've also saw licensing reform didn't we and we saw the the, the changes to licensing they could stay open so government did actually allow places to to operate for later and longer but it wasn't um, a blanket acceptance was it it was on an individual basis that yeah. you had to you know apply and be granted mm-hmm. and then you had cumulative impact zones that came in so there's still the control that came you know on top that. of that yeah, yeah absolutely so I'm not sure I mean I know they're talking about um, revising some of the community impact zones now because they're just, mm. you know, well, they're the, the late night levies. I mean, they're dropping yeah. the, because what you're paying for now. There's yes. no late night sector. No. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> let's let's talk about that. I mean, it's um, utterly screwed. I feel really sorry for those guys. I mean, we've heard you know, Deltics yeah. woes are, are, are well known, and I mean, yeah. that's a tragedy because mm. what a fantastic business they mm. built up there. Mm. Um, you know, they were they were driving that late night sector, the innovation that they were coming up with, and you know, they've been finalists and winners in the public and awards over the years. And you know, I've been and seen some of the stuff in there. Absolutely first class, you know, setting standards. Yet, they, through no the fault of their own. No. I yeah. mean, they're just it's it's destroyed. And I think that's where you know kids. They talk about the kids these days want to stay in on social media. It's not true. I don't believe that at all. And I think they're are they drinking this. No, they're just not talking about they it they don't the declare way. it yeah, yeah they, they give me the right answer <laughs> oh, yeah, not the truthful yeah, answer yeah, yeah. you know it's yeah. a badge of honour you, when you're you know, waking up a kid what did you have last night you'd say eight I had eight <laughs> pints you know not what you drank and now it's um, you know is that all Jeff? I know I know very young at that time. lunch um, but there's different <laughs> so I, see, I, th- I still think it's sad that they've lost that social interaction the late night interaction yeah. you know, where I don't think it's ever going to bounce back no no that's, that's what I mean but this is, this is great for the government because then suddenly they don't have this 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 trade this late night yeah but I mean that, 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 I don't think it's going I mean what, where does that shift the problem so if you if you're in government and you're looking at you know late night drinking and, oh, and kids going out houses. Late, yeah so it's only moving the problem into an unregulated yeah. unsupervised yeah. Yeah. area but, but we're the scapegoat for it all anyway they blame us all the time for everything this mm. is perfect for them oh well there's somebody's house oh, no problem and, and that, that late night I mean I know your businesses are probably a little bit different but I mean that late night uh, operations the Deltics and, and, the, and the other clubs and things mm. those late night bars they are they, they formed a bit of a cornerstone didn't they and, mm. and lots of pubs, pubs fed I mean Peter them. Marks himself has said a boss of Deltic has said you know that we, they are the kind of part of the mix you know and you need those clubs in there mm-hmm. to, to help the rest mm. of the hospitality sector. Yeah. It, 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 it was a bit like flypaper, some of those as well, because the, the, the sites, the pubs that weren't 
really set up to cope with half ten through midnight you know when the the mood changes a bit and it gets a bit rowdy whereas those guys so they take they take those guys yeah and take for an extra couple of hours but they'd be brilliant at what they did yeah you know great security mm-hmm. awareness you know all the cctv that needs to go on you know a safe place to go mm-hmm. so you just drive it underground now yes yeah, um, I mean, you know, it would, it would, you know, the good places like the Delta. But know, is it going to, is it, is it, is, is it going to have that impact? You think <laughs> on on operators, maybe not like yourselves, but other bar. I mean, we're going to see. Is it going to take well, away? Well, well, pubs maybe look to extend to absorb some of that. The bigger sites, potentially, I guess. Yeah, where's everyone's see? looking down? Everyone's looking early to take the brunch or the breakfast market. Maybe some will look to take. That's going to be that late. Well, I was speaking to a, I was speaking to someone I know, and <clears> she, she's a young girl, and she was going out the other week to an illegal house that's set up as a nightclub right. with bars with music with DJ with the whole shebang you know in Mayfair in a really expensive venue and that bottles on the tables blah 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 unregulated mm. you know wouldn't have fire systems wouldn't have no, any no. of these sort of things and they're going off on party so that's what we're going to end up with loads of illegal Charlie our friend in LA was saying there's mm. places in LA doing it all the time now I mean we're almost I mean, you're, you're, you're almost sort of prohibition yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's well, it. going yeah. back to the speakeasies and things. Yeah. I mean, that's been a running trend in, in, in our sector, isn't it? Those those yeah. kind of speakeasy type bars are actually going to become speakeasies. Yeah. Government's going to be losing the tax. They're not getting all that money. All that money's going into the you know the black market and, and dodgy mm. dodgy affairs, and they're losing all that. And the kids are still going out having late night parties. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's it's social side of the government, but, but how many? And also, how many people are setting up bars in their back garden? Yeah, well, that, yeah. That's been you know a trend yeah. over. Lockdown. Yeah. They'll come round after football. Not honestly, it's just where you, you have, and this is where I was listening to something on the LBC the other day, and um, they were talking about if someone's got symptoms in the pub, what do you do about it? And I think it was um, Emma Clarkham's on. So, well, you just have to make a decision as to whether you you go in that venue or not. And I was like, no, no, no. If you're the licensee, you have absolutely total control of who you let in and how the behaviour goes mm. you know it's, it's as simple as that yeah. your house your rules yeah. your house your rules exactly so I kind of think that people need to be reminded of that because there are licensees that in the main are bloody highly more highly trained than they've ever been mm. more socially aware than they've ever mm. been and provide that you know regulated entertainment whether you know whether we like it or not that's that's the case and people do want to behave. but you, you drive it underground then you've got all sorts of problems mm. <laughs> Really, I mean, we're talking drugs particularly, I would suggest, you know, particularly with the legalisation <clears throat> that's coming through, and you sense that we're maybe next for that. Um, when you so see how wide crack down on alcohol and legalise. Uh, yeah, alcohol. and there's no revenue in that for the government. No, the the, front, the front French front. government, they, they went on a, uh, I read an article, and they went on, they went on the attack of alcohol in the 60s and have ever, ever since been. And I think it was last year, like alcohol has declined in France, the consumption of alcohol. But people now are something like 100 million antidepressants are dished out in France. Mm-hmm. So they're just moving. They're moving, you know. Moving the problem. Moving the yeah. problem. And that's all that's happening. Oh, yeah, alcohol consumption is down. But hold on, suddenly we've got a massive meth problem. You know, like, it's just like, it's just, you know, at least we're regulated and we control and we're sensible, you know. I mean, who's going to be left standing? I mean, let's look. I mean, be honest, let's be honest about it. January. You know, we've got lots of people probably clinging on by their fingernails at the <clears> moment, <throat> uh, hoping that they're going to make something out of Christmas if the government allows them. Um, but come January, you know, the the scales will fall, won't they? And I think we're, we're going to see a lot of fallout. I mean, am I, I, think am I that, or I think, am I being pessimistic? No, I think I think January will be all right. Like they, no, it'll be yeah. terrible. <clears throat> but when furlough finishes, yes, right. a bloodbath, and first quarter's rents due. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I suppose they've, they've extended the, the, um, yeah, yeah, the eviction. Yeah. But, man. I, I, I think it's the spring. Yeah, I think, I think, it's, I think it's, it's March and April. Right. Because yeah. also people have gone, you know, all the holidays, all the mortgage holidays have been taken. Mm. You know, you, you've kind of, the, the payments on your credit card holidays have been taken. You're running out of options, right? I think people so are burying their problems. Then. Yeah, people are burying their problems, like right now. Chickens like, are going to come home to roost. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone's just like the people are just going crazy. They're drinking. And they ah, they just want to forget COVID. Yeah. yeah, and then suddenly, bang! Yeah, it's snowing. It's January. It's March. You know, February, March, and you're just like, oh god! And then it all comes in. Mm. There's only so many times you can transfer balances and yeah. take loans, yeah. and you know, and, and they're burning fast. Yeah. Oh, and then mm. we then we throw in Brexit. Oh, funny you should funny you should mention that because uh, guess what we're talking about next
You're listening to the Lock In Podcast, and we are going to now touch on the delightful topic of Brexit. But before we start, I, I, you have given me this green drink, Heath, um, which just looks wrong. Or something. What, it, it, what the hell is it? it it's, it's one of these... Like, it's Daily Greens from pretty much uh, You see, I'm going to have to try it, but I mean, it, it just might. doesn't sit well drinking something that's green. When you, that comes out of your body. Mate, you like you don't eat I've seen you drink Midori. <laughs> I've seen you drink Midori shots. <laughs> Mate, not knowingly. You've that got is, a... I mean, I'm sorry, that's vile. Yeah, but you, Ed, this is the problem. Ed, you, can't... you can't survive on fast food all the time. Oh, yeah, man. Look at oh. you. You're, 20, <laughs> yeah. you're 22 years old and you're looking like, you're looking like shit. I, I wish. I wish, yeah. I'll, I'll save for that. I'll save for that. That's uh, delightful. Anyway, let's get back on track. Brexit. Um, I mean, if we didn't have enough to contend with next year with the ongoing restrictions and, and probably the never-ending uh, uh, corona crisis, we've also got uh, this wonderful thing looming on the horizon. It's going to be okay um, because we've got a government that thrives on detail and good communication, so we'll be fine. <laughs> They probably they probably got the dates wrong for Brexit. No, <laughs> our government. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I think we another couple of days. Yeah. Oh shit! We've got time to do a deal, haven't we? I mean, I mean, let's face it. This this oven ready uh, deal that was promised by our wonderful prime minister um, turned out to be less of a ready meal. And get uh, ready for a no deal Brexit. Yeah. By the time this goes out, it's, it's probably a, going to be a no it's deal. It's a ridiculous it? statement, though, yeah. isn't it? Get ready. How do you get ready for something like that? <laughs> just another embarrassment. I'm gonna have to say, for being oh, we're a, an embarrassment. A that we always sort of, you know, look at our law and order, and you know, and be quite proud of our systems. Oh, now mm. you kind of, and you, you speak in hushed tones. I'm, you know, I'm from Great Britain. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, let me just yeah. apologise. I mean, it must feel like oh, straight away. Americans under Trump, or at least some of them. Um, um, but uh, yeah, it's, embar- it's embarrassing. I mean, cards on the table. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing we, we were all Remainers, so let, let, let's be frank about it. No, yeah, but I, I, I was one of the ones that screwed it up, that thought it was such a done deal I didn't vote. Oh, shame. Oh, you stupid arsehole. Even I voted. Your vote would have counted. But and he's not even a UK citizen. That's the point. But that's the point. That we were just... And well, my money goes offshore. Because we believed the machine. You know, the machine was, t- was going to be all right. And it, generally, the field was going to be all yeah, right. Yeah, but that's the problem, though. I know. It's embarrassing. You've got the right to vote. Vote. Mm-hmm. Should we bar it? I mean, I'd say, yeah. Well, I'm not going to lie about it. I mean, but I feel embarrassed about that because look at the state, you know? Look at the state of it. I mean, it, it's, it's regardless of, I think, where you sat on, on the issue, I think nobody, surely nobody in their right mind is, is sat there looking at this now and going, yeah, it was probably the right thing to do. Mm. I, I can't believe anyone same, can. But those are the same people that, you know, toss a coin and shout heads and tails at the same time because... They're, you know, they're not going to blame. It wasn't the principle of Brexit; it's how it's been handled. Mm. But it's, it's, well, yeah. I mean, I, I mean? spoke to Luke Johnson the other day, and, and we asked, our, mm. asked the question. You know, where do you, how do you feel about Brexit now? I mean, he was a big uh, proponent of, mm. of the Leave campaign. Yeah. Um, but even he was, you know, it's, it's ideal timing. Mm. It certainly isn't. Um, mm. I mean, what, what do we think? What, what, are, what are your main concerns when it comes to uh, to Brexit? Supply chain. Yeah, supply chain would be the one, wouldn't it? Yeah, movement staff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like suddenly, what, we're going to have to get visas for people? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like more paperwork, more... Do you know what I mean? It's hard enough, you know. Yeah, yeah curry houses. You don't take this the wrong way, but you lot, you poms, you don't want to work. You don't want to go and clean dishes in the kitchen. Do you know what I mean? You import people from New Zealand for that. Back to my point about um, Chinese and Indian places. You know, our kids don't want to put their hands in a in a in a, in a, tray up and put a, uh, put a naan in. Yeah. We all want a great naan. Yeah. So it's like, and I think they've they've had it really hard, haven't they? Yes. Those sect, they're not yeah. sector specialists, you know. But that was one of the arguments it. for Brexit, though, wasn't it? Certainly, you, you, that we would then be able to, you know, That's what introduce. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. can we can bring more people in from the subcontinent, mm. and if you can call it that anymore, I don't know. Mm. But um, it, it's that was because we were restricted on mm. on immigration and things like that. But I'm not even sure that was anything to do with European control. It was probably our own our own rules. Um, but I mean, yeah, I think I mean let, let's look at, at supplies because I think for me that's that's probably one of the biggest concerns mm-hmm. isn't it of of product coming in I mean where where do we think the pinch points are going to be from from your perspective I mean beer's going to be fine I see yeah but probably wine maybe wine you know it's going to be the big issue 
wine wasn't a charge on it, taxa- yeah, taxation, like, but even just getting fruit and veg mm. across into, you know, mm. the amount of, you know, it's just, it, yeah, supplies, I think we'll be okay on meat, potentially, but uh, the general public going to turn around and go, how much is that now? Go, mm. What do you well, think it was going to be? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. This is this is a mess. Yeah, agreed. I mean, it might bring a little bit of seasonality back into... Uh, yeah, but can, uh, can British farmers handle it all? That's going to be the question. Do you know what I mean? They voted for it, didn't they? Yeah, half, um, there we go. But they won't be getting the subsidies, so That's we're going to see that. I mean, you, you, you're you a Kiwi, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, New Zealand went through... 1973. Something like this. Yeah, 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 yeah when, you got 1973. We, you're our biggest uh, export. And, kicked you yeah. in there. and you guys yeah. dropped this, and for 10 years, New Zealand was screwed. Ten years so, it took to recover. So we can expect ten years of. I think of, of pain, unless the government probably deserve it. You know, but unless I mean? the government turn around and bring some like mad taxation benefits in, and we suddenly become, you know, effectively offshore in Europe or something to get us sure, going. I'm not sure I've got the confidence that this yeah. government. Can do that. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. Unless it's it, not going to be this. I mean, let's be honest, mate. It's not going to be this government that deals with any of this, no. is it? They're going to walk away. No, the they're all just lining their pockets now, aren't they? It's going to be a, a, a future government that has to pick up the pieces on this because they've done the damage. They're, they're going to. It's not Corbyn's. Well, we'll see. We'll they see. Don't have a position in this country. Uh, I mean, it, so you mentioned workforce. I mean, how how much of an impact do you think that's going to have on on you as and and pubs and bars? Because I mean, we're not too bad, are we? I yeah, mean, but it's not skilled labour, is it? No. Do you know what I mean? So it, that we just get thrown away but yes so sadly though sadly the thing that might get us out of a hole is it'll be less pubs less restaurants so it'll be harder but you know what I mean the, the influx of people if the, if that slows down there'll be still pe- more people here looking for jobs I suppose we've seen that with chefs sorry we talked about this in a yeah. previous yeah. episode that, that actually it's getting easier to, to recruit um, although certainly they're still more, painful they're still painful yes <laughs> 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 your love of chef. We, we're going to do an entire episode on your love of chefs yeah. at some point. I, I think, think, we, but, I think uh, we should get one along as well. That's not a bad so idea. It'll be good. You can bully them. Is that yeah. Right? yeah. Well, no, no, but we don't have a bully culture. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, do as you told me. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry for bringing up. Sorry. Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe that's that's a good point. Actually, maybe maybe we'll we there'll some be uh, the, the supply and but demand will rebalance. Some of the people we've got in the Lockhart you know we've got a couple of air hostesses who clearly aren't working first class air hostesses and mm. they are fantastic because they used to put up with shit from customers <laughs> and being talked down to I thought you, you know, were going to so say they fit in perfectly yeah. um, they've been really good but you know they're way over skilled mm. and their customer service is fantastic you know and so in some ways we're trading up in terms of quality mm. yeah but after mm. how long that'll be again well, well, yeah, that's when the world rights itself but, but then, but then I would also say that we're our own worst enemies because you know, like Sir Keith Knowles has banged on about this industry taking itself seriously and showing itself as a place where you get great training, you know, world-class training and a career. And it's still an embarrassment if you've gone to uni and you tell your parents you're going to run a pub. Yeah. You've not righted it. No. And it's coming home to roost. It's all right if you're posh, though. I think it's all right if you're posh. I, I yeah, think yeah. It's, it's acceptable if you're posh. Yeah. I, I, I bought a pub, mummy. Oh my God, Giles, that's lovely. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Uncle Bertie would be so happy. Yeah, we had a brilliant We're pub. still shooting this weekend. Yeah. Of course we are, mummy. Well, it's different again, isn't it? There's no scrapping there. So you go and buy three sites in Mayfair. Yeah, it's just like that, isn't it? Yeah, or, you know, around Victoria, you know, sort of Sloan Square or something. But it's it's a different world. You've got to take them out. I mean, is, 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 is that perspective going to change, though, with, with what's happened? Do you think that our sector is going to weirdly benefit? Because people may revise how they look at pubs and bars that, that they're... Yeah, because Do you know, I don't think it will because I think this is not this this impact of COVID doesn't just pick the poor operators out mm. or those that don't invest or those that mm. you know run really tight margins that don't offer value or anything like that. It's it's not it doesn't pick and choose. No. I, mean, I think blanket the industry is going to be hit, and I think we will still. I think we'll forever have this um, bad reputation because mm. we have bad operators mm-hmm. that just mm. use the pub to turn cash. Mm-hmm. And don't invest in them. That's it's a great tragedy. It, it, but it is. I mean, we look at. I mean, Stonegate are a good example, aren't they? Mm. They've won, won awards for their for their mm. training programs and, and the stuff that they've done. It mm. and should be held up as an example of yeah. of excellence of really putting that that career minded um, sort of view of working in the industry. Yeah, yeah. But we need to do more of it. Mm. 
Yeah. And we don't have a joined up approach. We like to think we have, but again, we're an industry that's guilty of talking to itself. Yeah. And we've never really organised ourselves to, to, to push it outwards as a career path, I don't think. How, how do we talk outside? Because I mean, we're great at I mean, sitting around as we are right now. Kerry's just doing a decent job about putting the pub in the public, in the public yeah. eye. But he's actually showing it would be nice to see success stories. It doesn't make great telly. You know, That's the problem, isn't it? Just yeah. Focus on the road crashes, you know. Yeah. It's like what's the name? Ramsey with his Hell's Kitchen. Everybody, yeah. oh, they want to look at that. But but then you look at every one of those, and they all fail. They all, mm. You don't go back in these places. Have kept on what he said, or he was right. Yeah. They just threw a load of cash at a makeover, and you know, I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's yes, yeah, it's, it's um, it's going to be it's going to be horrendous. I don't think the industry standards will change much. Mm. It'll just be outliers trying to do it really well. Yeah. Don't so look at Whiting and Hammond. I'd have them at the top of the tree. Yeah, and lost half his sights. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, it's tough. And the other thing, I mean, with with, with Brexit is is a big part of trade, and depending on where you are in the country as well. But we all benefit a little bit from this is tourism. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the British pub is an institution that people want to come mm. to this country to see. But, you my, know. but the problem is, you go to they, and they arrive in London and go to some really poor pub run by a big company a soulless you know oh, go to any of the pubs in Camden fish and chip yeah. you know oh yeah. my god it's so embarrassing mm. it's so embarrassing so we, we might hold it up as a kind of poster boy you know for, for coming to the UK um, but actually when you look at it unless someone's holding their hands to a decent pub the likelihood is they're not going to get very good. They're going to be a dodgy managed house in Central. Yeah. I mean, is Brexit going to impact? Are we going to see less tourism, do you think? Is that, uh, well, it, it depends uh, on the... I guess it depends how the pound behaves as well. Yeah. yeah. In terms of its attractive... I think people still want to come to London, don't they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think people will want to come to, to many parts of the UK. It's, yeah, I guess it's as just as they get a visa that takes three weeks to if, get. If you can't, well, yeah, <laughs> it depends on what what barriers arranged are by the same people who did oh, the track and trace system. They won't yeah, be able to eat while they're here because there'll be no food. I mean, uh, <laughs> you come to a London pub, bring your own food, yeah. bring your own veg. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of veg, I'm like, uh, let's, let's have another try some of this green drink. Oh, it's much better now. Yeah, yeah. yeah this two minutes. Let it get nice and warm. Oh dear God, it has. You're listening to the Lock In podcast with James Cuthbertson, Heath Ball, and myself, Ed Beddington. So let's look forwards uh, a little bit more uh, what we can expect in 2021. Um, obviously, 2020 is a year that we will be desperate to forget for a long time. But I mean, can we be optimistic about next year? What, what do we think? Is you know, how are you two feeling about the year ahead? I'm embarrassed to say a bit, but I think there'll be opportunities without sounding like a vulture, you know, over and over stuff. Um, because things will come to market, I know. Yeah. But who will take them? You know, private equity will take them. Mm. Um, murky little deals will be done. I mean, you know, that's an interesting point, private equity. I mean, do you think that private equity is going to carry on yeah, big time, exactly yes. the same as it did before? Do you think that's possible? Because, I, I mean, we talk about debt. We talk about the challenges of debt. Are we going to see some of these guys go, mm, it's too risky a market? No, 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 no. That, that's what they're for, risk. They're, they're perfect. Yeah. They take risk. They're not going to get a return anywhere else. It's the perfect place to pray. So boom in private equity. Boom in private equity, I think. More deals done. Um, and I think that we'll see, we'll see operators operate under private equity and then they'll lose their deal after three years when they don't hit their targets. And that's yeah. what they do. And they'll flush them out and then they'll... They'll go again or sell on, and I, you know, mm. so really, I think there's going to be some. I think be some quite murky deals done actually, mm. um, and deals that are done in a desperate way, in a really untasteful way, because operators are oh, desperate. Are desperate, yeah. yeah I, I think there'll be some. Depends how you look at it. Um, either great value for the purchaser or some really distressed sales. Mm. Things that should never be like that. So, and all because of the uncertainty of the future, and and can a business sustain another lockdown if it continues or? You know, it's mm. COVID twenty mm. um, or what have you, and that, that comes against us. So, yeah, no, sadly. What about you, Heath? Are you do you have any grounds for optimism for the year ahead? I suppose I'm still scrapping for every day as I go. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what next year looks like. It, I kind of I kind of think we'll get through into summer, and then there'll be this mass euphoria, and everybody'll be really happy that we've got summer and we can go out, and we'll just be madness. But then, you know, after that, what does that look like? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Just 
I just think it's a mess right now. It's it, difficult to look, isn't it? Yeah. Because you couldn't predict this last year. No. If you, if you asked me this time no, last year, what's next year? very wealthy, wouldn't we? <laughs> <you know? laughs> truth, be, truth be told, can you not... I can't believe we didn't predict it. We saw it coming and we did nothing about it. I think it showed huge arrogance. I just think yeah, everybody didn't want to know that. Like, they, yeah. just oh god, really? But we we, we learn no lessons from history. I mean, no. this is a sad no. thing. I mean, we talk, we're constantly comparing this to the nineteen sort of uh, nineteen twenty flu mm. Uh, mm. pandemic. Yet, yeah, no, there doesn't seem to be anyone who's actually drawn any kind well, of. You were there, Ed. Well, this is true. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Thank you, James. That's, uh, he said I was twenty two at it. So, uh, Story <laughs> Kettle. Yeah. Anyway, um, I mean, yeah. Did, why, why can't we never learn from 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 these? Because we're arrogant. Uh, but obviously, we always look for the upside. Apart from Heath. Well, that's true. He is the most yeah, pessimistic. Well, no, we are. We are. You know, we are. We want things to be good. We want more likes on Facebook and Twitter. We want. We want. We want. We don't look. We don't post stuff to get bad comments. You know, we're always looking for the positive. We invest in the positive. So that's it's not a bad thing, though, is it? To no, me, to, otherwise it's but it just it's means it keeps you the balls when it goes wrong. Well, yeah. yeah, but you know, there's, so, there's a doesn't keep me in the balls. <laughs> you know, there's a hundred. <laughs> your wife got those off ages. <laughs> <laughs> Get back out of the car. They're in the living room. Yeah, it's so true. But you know, it's a hundred years ago, so those we soon forget. It's like if you have you know a health scare and you go on a you know a week long changing my life, da, 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 then you're back to eating McDonald's again, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal, brutal. But yeah, I mean, I suppose we, we touched on this earlier, didn't we? You know, we we had those near misses with with SARS and yeah. swine flu and all that kind of thing that that made us probably blasé about it. Thought, you know, mm. this is another one of those. Mm. You know, we'll have a little bit of panic and the headlines in the papers will be doom and gloom and everything will carry on as, as normal. But it mm. didn't, no. and and we're now where we're at. But mm. um, I mean, what do we think? I mean. Uh, are we going to be expecting further lockdowns? Are we going to be expecting more restrictions in the in the coming year? What what are, what's the sense with with you two? What do you think? What next year coming? Um, mm. I don't know. Nothing would surprise me. It might turns out the vaccine doesn't work. Do you know what I mean? It wears off after a certain amount of time. You, do, you know, it's just so it's all so unpredictable. I mean, that is pretty pessimistic, but uh, well, you don't know, do you? Captain do you know what I mean? Or maybe maybe it mutates even more, and then suddenly you know. There's one thing, you can't second guess this government. I mean, that's what we know that. Nothing surprised me. Like, you know I mean? They're just chances. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's probably going to be another lockdown in January. Oh, yeah. To to curb the... Well, I uh, I think we'll go tier three in London on... Well, that's that's pretty We'll go tier three, and then they'll go, right, lockdown. But, you know, do we end up like, where is it, Germany or France, where they've got curfews and stuff? Yeah. Do you know, mm. like, at what point do we... You know, but yeah, we can't have another curfew because they couldn't get the last early No, but I mean, proper curfew, no one on the streets. Street. Yeah, 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 I mean, everyone... Was it 8 o'clock in France? Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. going to enforce out there. I mean, this is the absurdity. It's, mm. yeah, what are they going to do? Put the army on the streets? But here's They'll the, be too busy patrolling the boats in... Uh, but here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, is that the problem is this country's been built on a keep calm and carry on mentality. Yeah. And this isn't a keep calm and carry on situation. Yeah. This is... You know, don't Pop, panic too panic, much, yeah. but certainly change what you do. Mm. This is, you know, generations of change. And I feel that, you know, I've got a, a seven-year-old, and, you know, I think for, the, for their life, you know, what they're going through now, they're going through COVID, Brexit, the, the social unrest through the sort of Black Lives Matter campaign, mm. um, Trump. Yeah, but hold on, but if you, go, if, you, if you went back 100 years ago, you go, right, we've gone through World War mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. we've gone through influenza, Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's all these, these problems in something. the Great Depression. There's always something. This yeah. is like, we just make it more dramatic because it's affecting us. And social media inflames it, I guess. Yeah, exactly. But it's, there's always been, yeah. the world's always been a shitstorm. Yeah. Mm. You know? Well, I think we, we've got a bit blasé, haven't we? Because let's face it, you know, it's, it's been, for, certainly for, for countries like ours, mm. now a, a <clears> relatively <throat> smooth few decades. Yeah. You know, we've had the odd boom and bust and recessions <laughs> and, and things, but it, it's, it's been quite, Sort of. We'll be at war next year. Next year with uh, Europe, we'll be uh, get the battleships and we'll we'll, the fishing yeah, boats. Don't yeah, worry that's about it. it. We'll be taking them on. We'll be at war. It'll be great. That'll get revenue up. Get the young people working. Juice <laughs> the population a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, win-win. <laughs> I mean, restrictions. Do you think that? Is there anything more they can do to us? Are you are you expecting any any further restrictions? Oh, they can't. Do you well, think? Come on, no. like table meals, all these sort of. <clears throat> at what point? 
Do you know what I mean? No, no I think we'll see a change. I think we'll see a, a change from this behaviour. If it was just a month, but because it's been so long, it'd be approaching a year. Yeah. And it would be over a year, likely, of this, this, you know, sitting down to eat and, you know, meals and beer and wine going hand in hand. I think it will naturally, it's been long enough now that we'll naturally see some of that stick. But that's a behavior, consumer behaviour rather than yeah. instructed. Well, I, think, I think people are going to start wanting their life. Like, I think they, they just want to go to the pub and have a beer. Yeah, I just want to go to the pub and have a beer. I don't want to go in there and have a plate of food. Just want to see my mate, have a beer, and talk about life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think I think people are going to want that, and I think they should demand that. Mm. You know, I mean, do you see any opportunities? I mean, you two, you're you're possibly hoping to expand. I yep. mean, yeah. is, is do you think that's going to be viable? Yeah, in this market. Yes. Yeah, pick the right <clears throat> pick the right battles on there. Yeah, and what we'll learn is we won't we won't we won't over leverage ourselves. Mm. We'll do it, you know. I mean, we won't take on sites yeah, just for the, yeah. yeah, just for having like oh, we've got twenty pubs, you know. Rather have like ten pubs or you know, eight pubs that are all doing really well, mm. you know. Yeah, making really good money, you know. That's yeah. that's and, and training staff well, and you know, level of staff retention is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, through scrapping for it though, you know, it's not easy. Yeah. And like you said, without being too vulturistic about it, there's probably going to be sites coming onto the market mm. that that wouldn't have done previously. Yeah. So yeah, for, th- yeah, because previously you, you would find sites that were failing for the wrong reason. Mm. So it'd be the offer, it might be the person running it, standards. Yeah. But you know they, they weren't failing because they were a pub. No. They were failing for it. For, but this time, stuff's coming to market, just a victim of circumstance, a victim of the way the the, the business was leveraged, yes. the debt it carried. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that that was a slightly cleaner acquisition. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, are you concerned about the changes that have been made? Are we are we worried that some of these things are going to be set in stone that the government is going to keep things permanently? You know, having to be sat down in, no, in I don't pubs, think, table I, I, service. I don't think that can. I, they, they've got to. Re, they've got to yeah. bring that back. They can't because that will just kill. If we this carries on with those restrictions. <laughs> Even the pubs that are holding on now will never hold on. We'll just lose more and more. We'll yeah, but 2, look, I think pubs. We've, we've established they don't really give a fuck about that, do no. they? I mean, that's. They, I mean, we, well, they don't. We, do they? Are we going to see stuff? I mean, this is this is my concern, and this is the, the worry. You know, it's that sort of legislation through the back door kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be. They've got it in at a time of emergency, and we've seen stuff like this before. I mean, get it in. Yeah, certainly for social order. Yeah, some of the stuff that's been pushed through there. Yes. Yeah, and are they going to row back on it? I mean. They don't care if it means business is going to go to war, particularly if, as the industry feels that we're that this conspiracy, it is a conspiracy. Mm. Against How come the public aren't screaming? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like we, we all scream, save our pubs, but the public aren't. Where are they? <clears throat> we need a campaign that's, from that's them. The, that's our joined up bit, you know, as an yeah, industry. Because, but then you think about the associations. You think they should be screaming this, you know, making sure it doesn't happen. They've obviously also got enough on their plate trying to mm. fight now. Mm. But, you know, I'm not. I'm not sure we've covered ourselves in glory as a joined-up industry attack on this one. I mean, yeah, we've 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 got. I mean, one of the the best consumer, uh, most successful consumer groups ever was Camera. Yeah. yeah? You know, it's a it's an organisation that achieved massive change, signed up hundreds of thousands of consumers. Um, I mean, this is this is the problem, isn't it? We 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 need to leverage some of that, and I mean, are our individual businesses doing enough? Do you think to get their consumers on side? No, no, I don't think so. Too busy trying to survive. Right. You know, I don't think they're thinking about the big picture. Just a BBC breaking news. Oh, we got breaking news coming in. London likely to move to tier three amid rising. Well, you know, it, 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 otherwise it just it goes north south divide. Yeah, they have to. They have it's, to be consistent. Um, Heath is getting up and <laughs> gesticulating wildly at the table. I mean, you're not surprised, are you, Heath? I'm not surprised, but seriously, like... There's a kick in the mouth. Man, another, you know... Get Christmas Day off. Wow, man. Then you, On the like, bright you, Well, we'll just go takeaways, but, like, you know what I mean? It's, the takeaways are hard, though. It's so know, hard work. It's, you know, how hard they are. And I don't, people don't know. People don't... Even the furlough thing, and I know that's not about our industry, but, you know, there's 25... You're 20% by the shouting of cost on operators still yeah. to be following people so it's not free it's not free no, and no. and um, and, and uh, the uh, the whole um, t- 
takeaway business is really quite cost heavy mm. and it's hard it's hard to do it well mm. really hard to do it well mm. so, yeah. but like you said I mean oh, to be fair you know the, the numbers when they announced these tiers London mm. should have been in tiers yeah, sure. I mean and the rest of the country is sat there yeah Pointing the finger and, and but you don't mind if they make it, if they make the if they make the, the rules and they give you numbers and they say this is what we're going to stick to. Yeah. Just be bloody consistent. Yes. And if down in Sussex we get it, we get it. Yeah. Because they said that was what was going to happen and it happens. Fine. Yes. Yeah. And we, and we know this. You know. I Liverpool mean, if you're sat in Lancashire and your and your rates are, are dropping through the floor, they're sort mm. of below 100 all the way. You know, and you're looking at London where it's just climbing. Yeah. It's above 300, 400. Mm. I mean, you've got to be fuming, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. And it just creates mm. dissent. And then yeah. the, the, the operators up there are pissed off at operators like you down here because you're getting away with it. Mm. And it creates dissent within yeah, the You ranks, just want which... consistency through all of this. It's been our, we've talked about this from the get-go, haven't we? It's always about consistency. Yeah, yeah. Tough times, tough times. You are listening to the Lockin Podcast, and we're almost out of time uh, for this episode. So let's uh, let's be a bit more light-hearted now. We've we've done a lot of the serious stuff. Um, I mean, we it's the end of the year. You know, traditionally that's when uh, when people get their school report. So maybe we should. Uh, Think about uh, scoring some of our institutions and uh, and businesses in a, mm-hmm. in a school report style, guys. So um, let's let's start off. Uh, what, what would we give the government? Do, do you, I could something back to my exams. There was a no grade, wasn't there? <laughs> I think it was no grade. You spell your name you, wrong. You unclassified. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. You exactly that. Yeah. So that that I, I you know you don't have to think on this one very long. I don't think. Must try harder. Must try harder. Yeah, see me. Your child's not very bright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be Sorry. calling the parents in. Yeah. <laughs> special, special lessons. Yeah. Uh, special lessons to the government then. And then never-ending detention. Matt Hancock, suitable last name. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the government done. Uh, let's uh, trade associations. What do, what do we think? You know, these these guys have. have Sort of been there in the trenches uh, throughout this. I mean, how, how do we rate them? What would we? Um, I think you either rate them or you rate their level of impact. Would be my. I'd sort of do it two different ways. Mm. I don't think there's any badness. I think it's highlighted to me how much the industry talks to itself and not others. But when it's come to the crunch on all these decisions, I genuinely don't think we have a voice in the at the very highest level. And that's, well, that's well, really what we have. Yeah, but everyone's saying that we need a government minister for pubs. Great. It's going to be too fucking late. But they always put some kind of, you know, low growth. Well, you know, it's just, isn't it like the retirement post? You can look after pubs down there, you know. Doesn't well, I think, I mean, really? this this is, it needs to be more than just a minister because what they'll do is they'll give it, like you say, it's either the, the guy on his way out or the or the young person who's, who's just mm-hmm. come in and you know, it's give him something to keep him occupied. I think it needs it's to be... It's a serious it, role. It, yes. It needs to be a ministry... Yeah. Rather than just a minister, I think we need an actual department uh, yeah, for hospitality. Uh, for hospitality, yeah. Not with, just pubs. With, with not just pubs. yeah. I think it needs to be it needs to be a, a more serious thing. So you've actually got civil servants in there who understand. Yeah. And I'm not well, angling for a job in any way, shape, or form. But uh, no, it, it does need it, it needs people who who get it because ultimately the, the the politicians that fill these roles. You know, they're here today, they're gone tomorrow. I mean, it's a bit like supermarket buyers, isn't it? You know, they don't yeah, let yeah. them get yeah. too comfortable, comfortable in it. Well, the murky um, deals get done. Yeah, well, yeah. exactly. It, it's that kind of, uh, we've just libeled the entire yeah. sort of career path there. But, um, I mean, it, it, we need that. We need that sort of, uh, the people in the background to be taken seriously. doing the hard work, understanding, don't we? I mean, that's, Back to my that's point there about training and, and reputation. If you haven't got the reputation, they don't take you seriously. And they've yeah. not taken us seriously. Yeah. They've not understood, you know, the curfew, the 10 o'clock. It's, that's not taking us seriously. That's not doing anything with any thoughts or any evidence. I'd love to be in some of those meetings because I'd just yeah. be laughing all the time. Yeah. I'd just be like, man. No, but our trade associations should be in those meetings. Yeah. And should be close enough to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you just start with, you start with every meeting with you guys ever worked in a pub? Truly, probably some of them have. Yeah, but, but do you remember what it was like no, to work no, in a pub? That's the point. Yeah. Are you really that stupid? Do you go out at yeah, night? Some of them won't have done. I mean, let's be honest, and that's the problem. Most of our political class, which frankly probably must be the worst we've ever had in generations, mm. you know, they, they've never. I mean, they've never worked properly. I mean, I mean, David Cameron, he was in PR. Um, 
I, I won't go any further with that. Um, <laughs> I have friends who are in PR. Um, but <laughs> you have let's friends? The PR bit always shocked me. Moving on. Uh, so what are we going to score the... Uh, what, 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 what's the, uh, the report for the Trade Association? I, so? I think... Um, in, I'd say B good, plus? Good, I'd say good effort for... Um, you know, good effort for their general endeavour. Yeah. But I think could do better in yeah. terms of um, actual impact. Although yeah. we never really know, we never really know what difference it could have been even more Looney Tunes without. Oh, well, wow. this is it. I mean, genuinely, yeah, no, you just so don't, yeah. I, I don't think we, we know enough about what yeah. really goes on. Yeah. But that's how it feels. That's just a gut feel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so fine. Let's let's do uh, pub cows. What do we think? How have the pubs companies? I think they've done really well. Mm. Do, you, do you mean as a whole? Well, I say like you know, obviously, Green King's been really great for me, for us. Um, but I think, you know, a lot of them have been really, you know, a lot of them really looked after their tenants. I'd like to see them be a bit more outspoken because they cover real, you know, they carry real weight with big estates and, you know, they're big taxpayers. So I'd like to see them be slightly oh, more... The guy who's, who's the chap from Young's, he was quite vocal. I think it's, yeah, it's oh, I suppose yeah. there's, there's, there's some that have done more than others, isn't there? Yeah, so like Oakman's, you know, obviously they went in early, they've got a new PR company, I think, so they got in at the start of lockdown um, I'm guessing because it just felt that way but they've been quite vocal um, you know Peter's been vocal there mm. but I think yeah I think as a, as a whole if you look at it it's interesting because they could have seen it as a massive opportunity you know that some employers have done to, to cull people to get deals that they want to really you know really mm. harden up on some you know get rid of some people yeah. but it doesn't feel that they've done that it doesn't feel that way anyway and no. certainly if they were I'd expect to read about them all the advertising. Well, it hasn't felt that way. Let's, let's revisit that next year. Uh, agree, yeah, but the minute you would say the Green King's been the outstanding performer. I think. I mean, I, I think there's been some fantastic things from them, and I know there's plenty of people out there that, that won't hear a good word said about a pubco. Well, um, yeah, at the yeah. best of times, and will accuse us of being in the pocket and all this kind of nonsense. Mm. It, 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 it's ridiculous, but you judge them by their actions and, and I think the support that's been offered by the vast majority mm. of, of the big pub co's has been impressive. Mm. You know, they've they've not abandoned people, they've looked no. after people. Yes, there's going to be some that have fallen through the cracks and there's yeah. going to be some very angry people out and, there. And there'll be some backstories that you never get to hear. Yeah, but I think, I mean, you've you've seen, you know, you've had a great experience with, with yours um, and I think it, it, it could have been far worse. I think they've shown an understanding of the trade, back to the point we made earlier, mm. because they get it. They understand that actually these licensees are their money makers, so yeah. let's protect them. Whereas yeah. actually, I think but when you imagine private... Well, then, only if the government thought like that. Yeah, yeah. That's, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 like, if the government had that sort of level of insight... Agree. Agree. It would be a different... That's where, you know, we've got, um, you know, one of our pubs with the, with the local council, and they behave terribly... Mm. They've shown no understanding, no understanding at all. So that's where you get unlucky. Taking their lead from national government. Perhaps, yeah, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, but you know, so yeah, I think pubcos. You know, it's a nice way to finish on those sort of marks. I think they've been good. Yeah. 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 Okay. We'll make continue. Excellent. All right. So yeah, came out well. So let's let's just uh, finish off with uh, with a with a prediction then for for the new year. What what are we predicting, uh, James? You want to kick us off with? Yeah, that? I think we'll see a further breakdown of the family owned. Um, pub groups, mm. um, those that have managed to placate, placate the families um, over the years with big dividends to keep them quiet. Mm. But I think you're going to start to see young members of these families that uh, maybe renting a house somewhere would like to buy. Mm. Um, they're having kids now, would like a better life, and actually they look at it. They own, you know, one percent of a big family pub group, and actually yeah. if they sold, they'd realise it and live quite comfortably. Yeah. So I think they'll see some unrest because I don't think the dividends will be there to be paid. Right. And I think the board will struggle to, to, to sort of see that off so I think we'll see some revolt in those businesses with the need to be sold mm. um, and the, probably the whole Covid thing just brings that to light because the balance you know the balance sheet's not going to look good mm. um, and the, there'll be a crock of gold there and then private equity will come around buy it for a snip and then roll it over in a couple of years <laughs> so that's probably that's what I think Okay Heath what's, uh, what are you predicting? I think the big, the big guys with all the money It'd be a good opportunity for them just to go and buy more, just go and pick up loads of pubs, and they can afford to sit on them, mm. and they'll wait till times get better, and then they're laughing. They can play the long game. So I think we'll just see more big companies just pick, picking up business. So more, more consolidation, and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be bigger chains, do you think? We're going to see... So I mean, we're, we're not awash with big chains. In well, I think it. we'll see bigger. I think we'll just, you know, 
more managed some pubs. sort of dystopian future where there's just one company you know what I mean sort of thing weather spins well he's 65 now isn't he is he a bit worried about secession you know mm-hmm. yeah. he's going to take over good stuff and, and my prediction is that this uh, disgusting green drink is not going to catch on certainly not with me <laughs> Anyway, you're you're having a seizure. What's going on? Oh my God, you're allergic. It's just looking at it. It's It's just looking at it, frankly. It's it's fine. You've been stung by a bee. (laughs) (laughs) What a way to finish. That is it for the lock-in podcast for this year. Um, We will be back in... in January, where we'll be looking at uh, what, what is going on in the sector um, and uh, catching up with James and Heath and seeing how their Christmas trade went, whether it was all takeaway or not. But for now, we hope you have an excellent Christmas and uh, wish you all the best in the new year. Cheers all. Bye. <laughs>